Hello, 大家好，欢迎收听凤梨熟客。Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Pineapple Cake Podcast. I am Liz, and I'm Rita. So hopefully, you guys were able to check out our first episode, and if you didn't, definitely check it out. Um, we talked broadly about our season one theme, identity, and a little bit about who we are and why we started the podcast. Um, so for this episode, we are going to focus on our sh- shared identity, which is that we are both international students and how this identity has affected us. I guess we can talk a little bit about、um, like when both of us became international students. So, so like when we started when, studying, when the, yeah, like abroad. Okay.、Mm-hmm. Do you want to go first? Sure.、Uh, so I went study abroad. My high, my first year of high school, and I, I was in Maine first, and then, and then after a year, I transferred to Michigan, and that's where I met Liz. Yeah, like Rita said,、um, we met up in high school,、um, but before that, actually, Rita and I both attended international schools in Taiwan,、um, and that's how we met, actually.、Um, but you know. We were fortunate enough to meet again in high school,、mm-hmm. um, but yeah, we both studied abroad.、But、I went to Cranbrook, like I think two years earlier than you, one year earlier. Than one year, one year,、yeah. one year, yeah, one year earlier. Oh, because you transferred in、um, sophomore year. How was your experience going to Cranbrook,、mm. like studying abroad in high school? I think, well, I think、um, first year, like I was so excited. I was just like. Yo, like <laughs> I'm away from home, like woohoo! Like this is so much fun, and I was like, oh, I'm meeting、mm-hmm. all these new people.、Um, and I think, like, I don't know, like I think.、Um, so for context, like the middle school,、um, elementary school that I went to was a Christian school,、um, so it was like a pretty like conservative in like a lot of ways.、Um, And since I'm like queer slash gay, like I was like in the closet in middle school, and so like, and I think in middle school was when I like started to realize that I'm like not straight, and especially in eighth grade. And so I think like being able to go to high school in the states, like honestly, like if I didn't, like I probably wouldn't be where I am today. With like in regards to like how I see myself、mm-hmm. and like coming out. You know,、um, so I definitely like I had so much fun, and then I was、mm. like, at least the first year, I was like, whoa, very liberating. <laughs> yeah, but then like as time passed, like a lot of things happened, and then I feel like I started to be like, oh, like I really, you know, like miss home.、Um, yeah. What about you?、Really? Yeah, yeah.、Hmm. I I feel like I'm kind of opposite. Like I was excited to go to the states to study abroad because it was my Like decision, like I asked my parents if I could go to the states to study. Oh, I didn't know this. So I was, yeah, I was like really excited in the beginning, but then like I was really homesick. Like even when I would return home for a break, and then whenever my parents take me to the airport and say goodbye, like I would still like tear up and stuff like that.、Mm-hmm. But then like as time goes on, I guess it's like because it's I'm so used to it now, so I'm、mm-hmm. not really. I don't miss miss home that much anymore because it's been like six, seven years. Right. 
what did you mean by like you miss home? Like, did you wanted to come back or?、Mm, I think. Well, I think I started to experience it after like.、Um, so I tore my ACL like sophomore year of high school playing basketball, and then for that, like, I had to come home, come back home, like, to get surgery.、Um, And like I think about that time, it was just like pretty hard because like half the time, like except for the time I came home and I like got surgery and I was in the hospital, like I was with my parents. But like after that, like the rehab, like not being able to walk, like all that, like I was in the U.S. alone. And I think like after being taken care of by like my parents. Especially my mom. When I was in the hospital, I was like,、oh, "Like I miss my parents. I miss my home."、Um, I think that's what really like started for me that I was like, "Oh, I realized I w- I do miss my family." I think was from that. But I think like also after. So I think I talked to you a little bit about how like I felt like the first year of, um, not college. My first year of high school. Like I was trying to distance away from my like Taiwanese identity, like I was trying to、um, assimilate, I guess, to the culture.、Um, but like after hanging out with like、um, like Erlola Lalda, like you guys and like Salim, Jenny, and、uh, like Christina, Ella, and a bunch of like Chinese slash like Taiwanese people, I think I was able to really like. Be like, oh hey, like I do really miss this, and like starting to embrace it a lot more, and like be like,、yeah. oh like, you and I, like a group of friends that can also I can also speak Chinese too, like would also know like you know certain cultural aspects of Taiwan that nobody else would know,、yeah. and I was like, oh like this is so cool. So I think、mm-hmm. from then on, like I I would start to miss like Taiwan's culture, like Taiwanese people. Like other than my family,、um, and I think every time, like the longer I come back home, the more I'll like miss it when I leave.、Mm, like you appreciate、yeah. it more.、Too. I think so, and just like I feel more at home here. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like there's something with going to study abroad that like. Our parents would kind of like not even our parents, maybe like even myself. Like I would like expect me to like, um, kind of like what you said, put my Taiwanese identity aside and then go and make local friends. And like、mm-hmm. I feel like my parents would also ask me, "You 没有交到外国的朋友啊 stuff like that." And I'm like, "Yo, my parents say that to、yeah. me all the time. They're like." They're like you can't just be friends with like the Asians, and I was like,、mm. <laughs> bro. <laughs> I feel like to this day, like I'm still, in a way, like like I feel like I'm not doing I'm not doing something right because I don't have that that many like local U.S. friends. What's your thought on like, should you? Is it okay to just meet people of your own, you know, culture and background?、Mm, I definitely think like.、Mm, I tend to well. I'm trying to think. Like, I tend to just be friends with people that I can connect with. So, like,、um, if my friends aren't like, obviously, if, if my friends are Asian, like, I'm a, I'm more able to connect with them like through 
certain cultural aspects. And like, if you're Taiwanese, like even more, right? Because you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm those are Taiwan. And like, you know, I feel like my really good friends who weren't like Asian were all like, oh, my basketball friends. Or like mm. friends who are queer. Like there's like an identity that we are connected through that I'm like, oh, like I can really relate to you. Like my best friend Paula, like she's not Asian, right? But like mm-hmm. we're both like in the U.S. We would be considered like people of color. Mm-hmm. So like that's one thing that we like, I guess like bond with. <laughs> I don't know mm-hmm. how to explain it, but like it's like oh, there are a few things that we're like similar to. But like mm-hmm. obviously with like somebody who's Taiwanese, like I would be like, oh my gosh, like I'm so happy to meet you because you're also Taiwanese, and like I don't really see other Taiwanese people abroad. Yeah. What about you? Like, so then in college, like, did you try to like meet friends who weren't necessarily like Asians? I feel like it was harder for me in college. I thought it was easier in high school because,、mm-hmm. like you said, there were sports that I participated in, and then usually those kind of activities, like, you get to meet people that aren't necessarily from the same country as you. But、mm-hmm. like when I when I went to university, the first channel that really got me to you know meet people was like the Taiwanese Student Association. Oh, same, so same. I, yeah, so I feel like that that was where I made like most of my friends in college. So compared to high school, I feel like my friends were less diverse. <laughs> Is that how you say? <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> I don't know. Feel like you're always, you've always been, you always had a pretty like, like diverse group of friends. Yeah, I definitely, yeah, like I like what I said before. Like, it's kind of weird. I also grew friends by like where and like how I meet them. Like, I have my high school friends, I have my like college friends, and there's like friends I met at parties, friends I met through basketball, friends I met through like. Taiwanese cultural org friends I met through the dorms, like there are just like separate areas of, or like places I meet like new people, or even just like through classes as well. I have class friends as well. Like I feel、know. like that's easier for you guys because at Purdue our classes、oh. are really big. Like yeah, we have、yeah. lecture class, like especially in the beginning, like for underclassmen courses. It's mainly just lectures. Yeah, that's true. I've I think I've heard from multiple people that don't go to Wellesley that are like, "Wait, you can make class friends?" And I was like, "Yeah, I, I make them from like each class that I'm like in.、Mm-hmm. Like it would be like if we're in a group project, like a, we would just like hit it off and like be friends." So speaking of like making new friends and、um, like getting to know your environment, when you first came to the U.S., like I guess at your first high school, did you adapt easily to the new environment? Like, what was it like? When I first came, I was in Maine, and then I transferred to Michigan, and in university, I went to Indiana. I feel like Maine was the hardest for me,、mm-hmm. probably because it was my first time being away from home.、Mm-hmm. So. The frequency of missing home and not, like missing my parents were a lot higher. I feel like I think it was hard in the beginning. And Maine is like the middle of nowhere. I mean, <laughs> I feel like all of these 
Okay, yeah, main. you're right. <laughs> chicken <laughs> in <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> All the places are pretty suburban. Middle of nowhere, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, have you ever thought about like studying in the city? Yo, I used to like when I was like a bit younger. I used to want to like settle down or like live in New York City because I, I I thought I liked cities a lot. I mean, I do like I enjoy them, but I realized I was like, yeah, I can be in a city or I can be like nowhere. Like it doesn't for me.、Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I guess it doesn't really matter. Like we've been in like more like suburb places. Like I mean, Wellesley. Like even though we're in Massachusetts and we're close to Boston, but we're not like. That close to Boston, that like I can walk out and like walk ten minutes to get there. Like it's like we have to take a bus. Like that's like yeah, forty minutes away. You know,、mm-hmm. and like around Wellesley, like there's not much except for like a little town as well. Like so, I suppose like I don't know, and I tend to stay at home a lot.、So. <laughs> Homebody, <laughs> yeah. As an international student, if you go to a city like school and city. Like your experience will definitely be a lot, be like very different from us who went to school in the suburbs. Yeah, for sure. Because I think like in some ways, I think this also applies to like me being in college, being like a smaller college.、Mm-hmm. Like when you're in the middle of nowhere and nowhere to go, like you can only bond with the people around、yes. you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. When we were in high school, like all we did was like we couldn't go anywhere, and most of us like we're either international students or our friend group are like like most of them don't live in Michigan, and so like they also can't travel anywhere in the on the weekends are like super、yeah. far. So people who can't travel anywhere, we all just stay in one place and just、I、hang、know. out. So I think that's how we were like able to make、mm-hmm. such deep bonds, is because we had nowhere to go. It was more tonjie, <laughs> <laughs> like more, more pure, more innocent. Pure. Yeah, yeah. Like we we played Wii、yeah. on the weekends. We played like board games, <laughs> and like in college is like a different type、mm-hmm. of fun. <laughs> How was your experience different in international school and then going to high school and then going to college? What was the biggest difference that you、mm. felt? Um, well, I I think like the biggest was like at Morrison we had like Bible classes because it was Christian. Like there was like a religion that it was affiliated with. So I feel like that itself is different from like schools that aren't affiliated with religion necessarily. I feel like that was like the bigger difference. I mean, other than the fact like in high school and in college, like I think the people I meet is like getting more diverse, <laughs> like as it goes up. Um, so, like, I think in the U.S., I was able to meet people like that were actually from around the world, and like, I think in college, I was able to meet like like a large group of LGBTQ people that I wasn't able to meet in、um, Cranbrook. So, like, it was from a community where it was mostly revolved around religion to like、mm-hmm. a community where people have more diverse thoughts and also backgrounds to a community where like you found people that share the same, allow the same identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did that feel like? I think it feels like more like more and more me as it goes、mm. on, because like. Like I said before, like it was through high school that I was able to like face my queer identity, and I was like, oh shit! And then in like college, it was like even more. <laughs>、um, you know, like I think in high school, like 
board uh we went to a boarding school like i feel like our like own little boarding community was like pretty fun and like diverse but then like once you step out of it it's like not anymore and it's like it's this isn't meant to be offensive but it's just like rich white people <laughs> that are like <laughs> mainly really conservative and like are homophobic and like are racist yeah not all of them but like the majority of them were so i think like being in our little dorm bubble was definitely like ooh, like safe haven like bubble but then once you step out of it you're like oh. <laughs> what about you like what was it like transitioning yeah transitioning throughout the whole process i mean like for high school you went to two different places as well because I went to KS, right? So it was mainly it was mainly Taiwanese people. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Cranbrook and then I meet a group of diverse people because like there was only two or three Taiwanese people. Yeah, it was like me, you, Celine. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So like I got to meet people from all over the world, like you said. And then I went to Purdue. Like Purdue has a really large student body, but I feel like the people that I'm I mostly hang out with our Taiwanese. So it's kind of like Taiwanese, diverse, and then Taiwanese. <laughs> well, yeah, I actually met more Taiwanese people in college than I did in high school as well. Yeah. Like, I also met more Taiwanese American as well. I feel like in terms of, like, the people I meet, that's that was how it felt, like, the, the general trend. But then I definitely feel, like, these different stages, I experienced and saw and absorbed a lot of different perspectives, mm-hmm. too. It's like what they say, it's mm-hmm. I agree. Like, I think, for me, it was, like, it started off, like, really narrow. And then, like, it just, like, keeps expanding as I, like... But I think that's also just part of growing up and then, like, moving to new environments. Yeah. Um, and like going through like meeting different people and all that but speaking of like you know broadening your lens um, I think when we talk about international students in general like I feel like we always talk about cultural shock Mm -hmm. so was there anything that like really shocked you when you first came to the U.S. I guess for people who hasn't heard of the term before, it's sort of like, okay, don't quote me on this because this isn't an official definition from like dictionary.com. But I guess culture shock would be, it's like when you come into a new culture that you aren't familiar with and there are things that really surprise you or shocks you that, you know, either like contradicts from your own culture or is just different, completely different from your own culture. There wasn't really anything that like shocked me, but I definitely see a lot of how the U.S. culture differs from Taiwanese culture. Mm-hmm. Some of the things that like I was surprised by was like, um, well, <laughs> dude. Okay, we kind of have a list, and the first one is like people's sex lives. <laughs> wait okay to give context about the first one on the list um it's because honestly i've talked to so many i've talked to so many like international students and when like people start talking about like oh my gosh me and my boyfriend blah 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 blah, like they did something and then like they're really shocked like either a like they're sharing about their like (laughs) their sex lives or they're like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe y'all did that, you know? Not saying that like people don't have sex in other places, but I think like being open, so open about it um, mm-hmm. and like 
yeah. so openly talking about their own sex lives. I think that's like something that was really shocking to many of my friends. And I'd be like, oh, it's okay. Like, you know, like they just talk about it, but you know, you don't really. I, this is definitely something that I was surprised by. Well, and other than that, I think also like body contacts and just being very affectionate with your friends was also something that I wasn't really used to mm-hmm. being forward in like studying abroad. But I think it has a lot to do with the people that I like befriend, which for example, Liz. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess like, like in the beginning, oh, I still remember like, like you guys would like hug and like kiss, like on the cheeks. <laughs> I was like, ooh, the story turned gay really quick. <laughs> no, like, remember yeah, how no, I like, kissed all my Angie, friends' Kate, like, faces? Yeah, yeah you, uh-huh. And then, like, in the beginning, I would be like, oh, my God, like, what's going on? But then, like, I got used to mm-hmm. it. But that's really, like, it's really interesting and, I guess, funny to me that you, you and all my other friends that I met, like, high school and above say that I'm, like, a very physically affectionate person because I think, you like... Are. Yeah, yeah. No, but I think, like, back in Taiwan, like, I don't remember doing that with my, like, Taiwanese friends. Or, like, my friends in Taiwan. I don't know why. You were so... Maybe it's because, like... You were so liberated. (laughs) Or I think maybe I just, like, the group of friends that we hung out with were also, like, really physically affectionate. So maybe I was just, like, Mm. hidden, physically affectionate. (laughs) And then when I met other people... (laughs) Unleashed. (laughs) It unleashed Uh it, yeah. Yeah, but actually a lot of people told me that, like, they hated being hugged before they met me. And then afterwards, they, like, really like it. (laughs) Really like giving hugs. Yeah, I think that was me. Like, well, I didn't hate hugs, but I didn't really have any, like, affectionate friends back in Mm -hmm. Taiwan. I was gonna say, like, I think both you and Nicole, Nicole Hua, shout out, hello. <laughs> I think she also hated being hugged at first, but then at the end, like, <laughs> she's the one, I think she was like one of the ones I was like the she's most the- affectionate to. And we accidentally kissed mm-hmm. once because, oh, yeah, in the yeah. kitchen, right? <laughs> That's that was really funny. Dude, you, you accidentally kissed a lot of people, not just Nicole, right? So maybe it's not accidentally it was intentional. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nicole now you know the truth did you did you get shocked by anything coming to the states um, i think we talked about this a little bit before but i don't think i was shocked i was just like woohoo <laughs> time to play okay not really but i was just like i'm like out here exploring a different world and i think i didn't feel in much culture shock i think just because like both my siblings, who are like 10, 9 years older than me, have studied abroad already. And like I had visited them before. Like, so I think like that really, you know, gave me perspective. I mean, my sister was the one that convinced me to study abroad too in the US. Um, she was like, Liz, like, you're gonna love it. Like, trust me. And I was like, Ipa, like, Ipa BT, Ipa Yin later. So, hola, what's this cut? Because I was like, "Oh, hey, Like, oh, I want to be with my friends from Morrison. Oh my God, thank God she dragged me out. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Wait, but did did you think, as someone who studied in an international student, help you also like better adapt to like studying abroad, or not really? No, I think I think definitely because I mean I had to speak English like the whole time at school, 
in Morrison. But before that, Morrison, I went to a bilingual like um, elementary, and so half the day like we spoke in Chinese, and the other half like we had to speak in English, otherwise like we'd get punished. And so like I think being in those situations and environment really helped me improve my English. And like I remember, like first day of school, like at international school, like. Somebody was like, "Oh, like, why do they have accents? Or like, why do they sound like、mm-hmm. that?" And I was like, "Oh, fuck! Like, yo, I need to change my like accent." Or I was like, "Oh, I need to,、mm-hmm. I guess, like, assimilate." So I got rid of it. I think within a year or two or something. Like, I don't know how it just happened, or maybe it was because I was like, our teachers were like Americans, and like、um, our teachers were also like mainly white people, and so like I was like, oh. I feel like there's something with learning English for a long time that people expect you to have no accent. What's your thought on this? It definitely was something that bothered you, right? And I feel like for a lot of people too. Yeah, I mean, I think it bothered me just because I was young, and then I was like, like they had no bad intentions. Like obviously, they were just like they never met somebody who came in like locally. I guess like it was like third grade, you know. So like I was like, oh, like. I guess、um, I need to stop speaking an accent because somebody said that. But honestly, like your English proficiency, it doesn't mean you're not proficient in English just because you speak in an accent, you know. And like I feel yeah. like yeah, and I feel like when people like look down on people speaking in English with accent, just remember they speak another language,、mm. <laughs> you know. Like this isn't their like mother language, and yet like they're able to speak it so well. Like you know, like、mm-hmm. I think it's so impressive too. Yeah. What about you? Like, have you ever felt like you needed to like change your accent or like try to assimilate or speak in a very American way? <laughs> definitely, it was definitely something that bothered me. Like, why, why, why do I have an accent?、Mm-hmm. Like, was this a recent? Do you still think that way, or was this like something you thought about in the past? But now you're just like,、eh, whatever. No, I don't really care. I know like my English still isn't good, but I、mm-hmm. remember like back when I was like younger, like I would try to intentionally get rid of accents. I would focus more on how I speak than you know what I was trying to convey. I cared、mm-hmm. more about how I sound like than. What I was actually saying, if that makes sense,、mm. yeah, it was definitely a phase for me.、Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a phase, like almost every like non-native English speaker, probably. Yeah, like the moment you landed in in the U.S. and then like you get picked up by a taxi and then the taxi driver is like, "Your English is so good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where are you coming from? <laughs> Are you here to study? <laughs> yes. Sometimes they just like they see an Asian face and they just automatically assume you don't speak English, and then you start speaking English, and like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Don't act surprised when people can speak English. Like, I don't know. The other day, like somebody was asking about like what it was like to go through airport security,、um, and I was like, I was like, yo, like it's been so long. Like this has been the longest. Time since we like didn't travel. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty excited to be traveling again though, because 
the six years of traveling, like since high school,、mm-hmm. and then suddenly, like you're back home for a year and a half. It, it's weird. Can I say I kind of really like it? Because <laughs> you get to stay home, and somebody gets to cook for you. <laughs> I mean, and- yes, but、um, I mean, other than that, like I think. Like what we talked about with homesickness from before, like yo, I feel like this time, like, cause I've been at home for so long, I feel like the moment I step into the airport, I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> I'm gonna cry for like days. I'm gonna be like,、oh, I don't want to be here. <laughs> really? Yeah, I know. I know. All my friends just want to go back. I like kind of excuse it as like I've I've been like so. I've been away from home for like six years now, like. But I don't know. I feel like you've also been home away, like been away from home for six years. But I feel like you don't really like feel that way, and that's okay. Like I feel like I'm feeling this way because my parents aren't here with me.、Mm-hmm. Cause like when whenever I miss home, like I I mainly miss my parents. I miss my mom because、oh. my parents work in China, so. I don't really see them, even though I'm here. What about your brother? My brothers, <laughs> we're not close. <laughs> no, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> But I do feel like even if my parents weren't here, like I would feel a lot more at ease.、Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. Just like I think, just like from like. Wow, like to to talk, can speak Chinese. I think it's because we grew up here, so it was like、mm-hmm. you feel like most of your childhood was developed at this environment, so you would feel like more at ease and、yeah. more comfortable. And definitely, like, because we 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 went abroad at a really young age, even though. Like I was in Kaohsiung, I didn't really get to explore Kaohsiung. <gasps> Same, yeah, yeah. But now that we're back and we're adults, like I get to go out and just like go on cafe、mm-hmm. trips, or you know, just go out and then like explore the city. Yeah, and we、so. can both drive now and like. Yeah, I think back when we were younger, like it's like when you talk to locals of the place that you're visiting. Like most of them have never been to tourist places, and that's kind of how we are. Like I've never、mm. been to so many places. Like Rita、yeah. and I went to. We took a trip to Taichung, and that was my first time going to Taichung, like ever. And like I had so much fun, and I hadn't、mm. been to Kunding in so long too. And I went with my trip of、uh, my friends down there for a trip. Like we went to a music festival together. Like we went to I went to concerts with my friend. Like like、mm. I've never experienced these in Taiwan, and so I think、yeah. it was so much fun experiencing those like back at home. I guess like I would be sad if I go back because I feel like there's still a lot to be explored. Yeah, and, like, we're stuck. We're stuck home right now, now、yeah. and there's a lot of plans that are you know halted. <gasps> would have gone to more concerts. Yeah, in our hundo, <laughs> we should have、yeah. taken that trip, dude. I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, what if we just did it in May? Like we we were like, oh, we can do it at the end of the. When we're about to go back,、mm-hmm. and we kind of just pushed it back, pushed it back. We should have just freaking did it. What other time will we have to, that we're both in Taiwan for this long of a period? I know. Wait, this is so sad. It's getting kind of sad. <laughs> also, I think this is something about international students too, because when you travel abroad, you meet、mm-hmm. people from all over the world. So 
when you say goodbye or when you graduate, you don't know the next time what you'll see them again. Bro, I know. That's like honestly one of the saddest like things I think because like most of my friends are like not in one place. They're like scattered around. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. I, I don't use Snapchat anymore. But back when I had Snapchat, you know, they have this world map feature. Yeah. Whenever you zoom out, like you'll see people all over the world. Yeah. Kind of wrapping up what we were talking about earlier. How does your identity as international student affected you? I definitely think that it gave me like different perspectives. So like when I'm in Taiwan, it gives me a perspective of like, oh, I studied abroad. Like I know what the U.S. is like. Like global context-wise, like I think I was able to learn a lot more, especially like politically.、Um, In regards to my own identity, like I think I learned a lot. But then when I'm in the U.S., I think I was also able to really like reflect on my Taiwanese identity, and、um, I think that that has really helped me. So I think like definitely being an international student has is like a huge part of who I am, and that's really like what makes up like most of my life so far is being an international student.、Um, mm. And I think like you said before, like. It really broadened our lens at how we view this world, and I think that happens like whenever you go to a new place and meet new people. Yeah. What about you, Rita? I think a lot of what you said earlier was kind of how I experienced too. So when I first studied abroad, I feel like I didn't really embrace my Taiwanese identity. Like I wanted to be more American. But then, like as I spent more years in the states and like grew up and like you said, gained like a more global context, I embraced my identity as a Taiwanese better. All right. So to end our episode, as usual, I'm gonna have Liz's music corner. And so for this episode, I picked two songs. I guess one for being in the U.S. and one for like our Taiwanese identity. So the first song is "For Now" by Love, and I picked this song because I listened to it like I listened to it so much when we had to leave、um, the U.S. from because of COVID.、Um, and I think inside the lyrics it says, "But for now, I'll love you through the phone." And I think, like for us as international students, that's a lot of times like that's the only way we can communicate with our loved ones is through the phone,、um, and like waiting for the next chance that we get to meet again.、Um, mm-hmm. And then the next song that I want to recommend is "Lang Zi Hui Tou" by Chie Zi Dan,、uh, Eggplant Egg, and it's I just really like the I think. The title itself, like "Lang Zi Hui Tou," I guess in English would be like similar to the return of like the prodigal son kind of kind of feeling.、Um, it's like you've been out like wondering for so long, and then you like look back. I think, and so I think oftentimes like we go off into the world from our away from our home, and then like we're like looking back,、um, and it's also、I、sung in、so. Taiwanese. And so, yeah,、um, I feel like it. I really this is like this was one of the first like Taiwanese songs that I really liked.、Um, so I definitely recommend people checking it out. Yes.、Mm-hmm. So, 
Even though we are international students, a more specific category for people like us will be their culture kids, which we will talk about in our next episode. So stay tuned for more pineapple cake content. Thank you.